Hey everyone, my name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And you're listening to The Reckless Pursuit. And in our new fashion, let's get right into what we're talking about. We had a gun pointed at us. Wow, way to open a show. Elaine, care to elaborate? Yeah, so um, as a matter of fact, it was Super Bowl Sunday. We were not watching the Super Bowl, but it was that day before the game even started. Why were we out? We, we were ordering new phones. Yes. And I had... Yeah, so we were ordering phones, and we were on our way back home. Let's not give too many details, though, just for safety's sake. Let's just leave it with the fact that someone got mad at us and pointed a gun at us um, on our commute. Yes. Let's just leave it with that. Yes. Uh, it was a weird experience, but I, I really, like I said, I don't want to give away too many details on that. So let's just go ahead and proceed to the part where you say how it changed your life. <laughs> Yeah, so... We're okay. Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. We're great. Um, Very shook up that night. Um, But it was a very life-changing experience, uh, specifically for me. I can't really speak on Cody's behalf. I'm sure it, you had thoughts on it, but... Well, I've actually had a gun pointed at me two other occasions in life, mm-hmm. three other occasions in life. So it, it's weird, but I mean, I can understand how, like, my life had pretty well like can I go ahead and share my backstory a little bit like because of my mom's drinking she pointed a gun at me a couple different times when she was drunk and then I was almost shot by um a gang fight at the state fair when I was a child like quite literally a guy pulled out a pistol and shot the man behind me uh, and the bullet went between mine and my friend's head we were standing like shoulder to shoulder uh, and like shot the guy behind us and he like I remember watching him like fall over the rail at the big like spinning spaceship ride or whatever. So like it's it's a weird experience. Like, but this is the first time you've ever had a gun pointed at you, which is I feel like that should be normal. <laughs> like you shouldn't have a normal life where you have just a gun pointed at you. Um I've been like in a weird situation a couple times, but this I guess was like a whole other thing. But I didn't actually really see much of this. So carry on with like how you felt. Cause you were as an adult, it shakes you different mm-hmm. than like You know, it's different, like, when it's my drunk mother or I was a kid, even, I'm sure. Yeah, so, like, I didn't really know how to feel or what to think in the moment because, honestly, like, it kind of shook me by surprise because I was not, obviously, expecting that, as most people don't expect that. And it took me a minute to even register what happened. And the whole rest of the afternoon and, and into that night, we were finishing a puzzle and I was just trying to preoccupy my thoughts. I didn't really know like what to do. And then the next day was a very strange day. Um, we stayed home most of the day, but like mm-hmm. nothing bad even really happened, but it was just a very strange day. And, um, we were actually making the joke. I was like, uh, what if something actually did happen and we just switched realities now? <laughs> because like, it was just so bizarre the mm-hmm. day, like you could tell it was just a day after something dramatic happens, how you just feel, different i don't Mm -hmm. know how else to describe it well that and i remember the day before like i was even shaking and like was on the verge of tears and just like didn't know how to process my thoughts and the next day i it was almost like a dream like it was almost as if it didn't actually happen and i didn't really like i wasn't sad or frustrated or anything the following day it was just a very weird day mentally and then the following days i just really started thinking about life and how we all die and that sounds very dramatic. And, Happy Monday morning. <laughs> and very negative. But I I wasn't viewing it as a negative way. I wasn't depressed or anything like that. I was literally just viewing of like, 
that whole cliche thing of like everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And just really paying attention to the things that speak life for you and spark joy in your life. And why do we pay attention or why do we hold space, create space for things and ideas that don't matter? And that we, I even did a whole podcast episode about it on my show, Spirituality Untamed, where I was talking about like, we give so much of our lives to like bickering online about religion or politics or all all of these minuscule things that in the grand scheme of life, they don't really hold significant value or people often slave away at jobs that they hate. And like our lives are so short and it just really made me contemplate all that. And so after I was thinking about that, the following week, it just, my thoughts, my thought life, I guess really all of last week, honestly, or the a week and a half prior to this coming out, um, this episode coming out, I was scrolling through Facebook and I, I guess like I wasn't completely over what happened, but I like kind of stopped thinking about like the actual like having a gun pointed at me kind of thing and just really just tuning into like what is speaking life to me and the current moment. And then on Facebook, I had saw that somebody that I had graduated high school with had been battling brain cancer for a year and a half and had gotten really bad news from hospice. And then the next day she had passed away. And so I was thinking about like, wow, there's this person that I remember having classes with in sixth, seventh, eighth grade and growing up with in high school and graduating with. And like, you know, she had, you know, she was healthy and and she was beautiful and she was funny and like all these things like she had her life going for her. Like she was living a great life and had all these friends and all this stuff, but then was battling brain cancer and had passed away from her year and a half struggle immediately following that i saw somebody that i was closer with in high school who whenever i was a freshman he was a sophomore in high school and he got cancer and long story short he had beat it in high school like it didn't last very long whatever well i saw that he's actually battling it again and has cancer again he's only a year you know older than i am and i was just sitting here thinking like i had a gun pointed at me there's this person that i graduated high school with who died of cancer. I have another friend whose cancer came back and like my mind just started racing again, not in a negative way. And I don't mean this as like downtrod, woe is me, depression type of thing, but literally like life is so short and you have no idea what each moment and what each day can bring. And I've just been, I've just really been sitting with like, are the things that I am giving my time and energy to, do they matter? Do they actually matter in this grand scheme of life? Do they progress me forward? Am I helping other people? Am I leaving a legacy behind? And all of this thing, all of these things that I'm participating in, do they do they spark joy in my life? Do I enjoy the things and the people that I'm surrounding myself with? Like I've just really been in a mindset of reflection and introspection of those types of things. And I remember telling you about this like a couple of weeks back whenever I first started having these thoughts. And you had said that that's not really a bad thing, that we all should have those moments or that we all have those moments in life where we start thinking about like, oh, crap, like I'm going to die one day. Yeah, um, it's kind of a rite of passage, which you've had this before, yeah. like when you this were in the hospital. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, you have these moments throughout life. It's not it's like a sobering reminder, like, oh, yeah, like this is just a, a glimpse, you know, 
when you look at humanity and you look to like just look back through history and it's like oh wow this stuff only happened a couple lifetimes ago you know this country's not even that old and then you start tracing it back and it's like humanity itself isn't even that old and it's like just you know maybe a dozen lifespans back and look at what was going on in the world you know and so i think that the the lesson here and it's fitting because we read Ecclesiastes this morning as like our devotional time before we hopped on and recorded this, that it's okay to do what brings you joy. And it's almost as if that is kind of the whole point. Like, we're not supposed to just... How Pay bills and die. <laughs> yeah, well, there's you have to live life. You have to do these things like we can't single-handedly tear down the the system that we live behind and of course you know like there's so many things that could change and it's good to fight for change it's good to fight for what you believe in it's good to to strive and to toil and all that so long as it's bringing the life to you and you feel rewarded by your toil so long as you know that what you're doing is life-giving you know to you and other people right like if it's if you're doing the thing and it's making like this huge worldly difference, but it's literally robbing you and sucking the life out of you, is it making that big of a difference? You know what I mean? Like it has to be giving to you first in order to continue to do the work you're doing. And which I feel like in a lot of like religious settings, that's typically preached against. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Is that if it brings you joy, like you're not honoring God, or if you're doing things that you love, that you're putting God aside. Uh-huh. But like all the conversations that we've had on the show and even off the show, that it's the complete opposite. Yeah. If you do the things that you enjoy, if you do the things that you love with the people that you love, especially, you are doing God's work. Right. And I think like the most spiritual moments are those small shared moments where you're just at peace mentally. I think that that kind of is the goal, is to find what what comforts you. And a life wasted isn't a life, you know, how do I say this? Someone over here who works their job, goes home, spends time with their family, plays a game, works a puzzle, does the simple things, you know, likes to cook, uh, and then dies. You know, it kind of, well, I can say this for specifically me. I hate going to funerals where some suit gets up there and starts talking about someone's life. It's like, man, this person sure did just love their kids and they sure love to cook and they love to have friends. over. And I always like hearing that. I'm just like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's all you can say. This person lived an entire life. And all you can say is they loved a child or enjoyed cooking food and like liked having friends over like that used to drive me nuts i'm just like that's so pointless like what achievements what milestones tell me the great things and then i realized like they probably had those but that moment you don't remember the great and mighty things you remember the person and the little moments and i've kind of shifted my paradigm on that a little bit it's like yeah, this person over here could have ended slavery and solved world hunger and gave the cure for cancer. But in the in the end, those people who are dearest to them are going to remember the moments around the table and the conversations over dinner. They're going to remember how well they loved their children, how well they loved their spouse or their friends. You know, like, yes, those are great accomplishments that live on and do great things. 
but those are things put out there that that's not who that person is. And it's kind of like my music. I love making music. I love putting music out there. Whenever I die, that music is still going to be echoing out into the universe. Like it's not going away so long as there's someone maintaining servers and keeping stuff up, you know, that's going to exist in the world. And that brings me a lot of joy. But then it like puts pressure on me. Like I got to do more. I've got to put more out there. Have I done the right thing? And the honest truth is when I go, all those people that listen to my music, they're going to continue just like, you know, think of any other musician who's died. You continue to listen to their thing, but then you think of their legacy, you think of their life. And then the honest truth is you can impact a lot of people, but only those people closest to you are the ones that like those relationships that really in the end matter, I guess. And I don't want to say it's like, it's good to work. It's good to strive. But if you're just doing that to no end, to no, to no resolve, if that's not what's bringing you joy, if that's not what's actually pouring life into you, then you're robbing yourself. I mean, it's kind of like going through Ecclesiastes. Everything is vanity. You do this, you do that. You think money, you think poor, you think wealth and power and uh, owning this and land and vineyards and blah, blah, blah. And you start looking and it's like, but then you realize like this person can't sleep at night and that person can't eat at night. And like, it's all just vain. And the only thing that really matters is living life. And that's what God wants. Like Christ came and abolished so many of these laws. He's over here like, man, God is so much more simple than that. Like, it's just, it's not that hard. You are just overcomplicating. Like Jesus himself boiled it down to like, love God and love people. And that's it, man. Like if you can do those two things, you don't need to worry about all these laws and what you can't eat and what you can't eat and how you can dress and what you can wear and what kind of markings you put on your body and what kind of piercings and and what day of the week you can work in the field and what day of the week you have to do this and that and the do's and all this crap. And he's just like, man, that is just, you've overcomplicated. You have missed it so much. It is quite literally just love God and love people. And the rest is vanity. <laughs> like it's, it's just not that important. And when you realize like that job you're at right now probably ain't paying you as much as you really think it is when you zoom out a little bit and realize what you need to live and what you make uh, or, or you like, realize that there's more jobs out there or I was to say or like if you leave like um, like any of these hardcore discussions or debates on social media and you leave the conversation feeling even more downtrodden or even more depressed or angry or resentful or whatever else I feel like those conversations weren't worth having. Yeah. I mean, you kind of walk away and you go, wait, that isn't really the point. I didn't learn anything. I didn't help anyone. Like nothing changed for the better. And then you realize like you've given time to something that's meaningless. (laughs) Like it it really is one of those things where you just kind of zoom out and go, wait, like I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to do all the things if sitting in my room playing my saxophone gives me joy, I'm looking at a saxophone over in the corner or uh, writing uh, a book that I never publish just because I feel like writing something down. If I make art that no one else ever sees or music no one else ever hears, but in the moment it brought me joy. If I say a prayer that brings me comfort uh, or if I have a moment of meditation where I can feel God more than somewhere else, you know, You don't have to follow every little systemic ritual to create the outcome that ultimately we're told 
is like the outcome. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it's like you don't have to do it the same way that you've always felt if that way is not bringing. I mean, that's kind of what ties into deconstruction and all that. But it goes into other things, too. You don't have to have the nine to five and own the big house and have the nicest car. You can drive the older car. You can have the smaller house. You can have the big house if that's what you want. And that's what brings you joy. Well, and like also going back to like the whole American dream thing, like society sells you. And I I feel like we're kind of getting out of this. But several decades ago, that was the thing of like, you have to have the nicest car. You have to live in suburbia, like all these things. And so many people are realizing like, wait, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. Those things don't bring me joy. Everyone is doing this, but nobody's loving what they're doing. Exactly. And it's all shifting away anyway. So there's your little paradigm shift for the week. Uh, Nothing like having a gun drawn on you to make you realize that, wait a second, literally any moment, (laughs) you know, I don't have to be in as big a hurry as I thought I did. I don't have to hustle like I thought I did, or I don't have to give this my energy or this my worry or this my my time. This doesn't have to occupy the space that I previously thought I did because ultimately in the grand scheme of things, is this the thing that I'm going to look back on and go, wow, that was really important. And it just take it all into perspective and have a gut check and really just focus on what is God telling me in this moment and finding God in those, those moments where you just feel alive. And that's really what it's all about. In my, in my thought, at least. Let us know what you think. Mail at TheRecklessPursuit.com. Find us on TheRecklessPursuit.com and on social media. We love you guys. Be brave. Be bold. And be reckless. We'll, we'll talk, talk soon. You.